Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of K-Han, the podcast that talks about anything and everything, the taboo topics of today's society. So we've had quite a few serious ones recently and to be honest today is going to be no different because we're going to be talking about a topic that absolutely every single person goes through without a shadow of a doubt but yet somehow we all decide not to talk about it and that my friends is puberty. Yeah I know a lot of you probably just went oh oh, oh no I don't hear that but it's a good topic. We all need to learn about it. We all need to talk openly about it. And guys, I'm sorry, it's, it's going to be mainly focused on women going through puberty. I haven't experienced the guys version. So, you know, we'll just leave that to you for now. So before I get into it on my own, I'd like to introduce my next guest. And she is a very happy, bubbly, beautiful, sexy, gorgeous lady. And her name, ladies and gents, is Miss Hannah Raman. <laughs> Hello, my darling. How are you? I'm so awkward. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Just plodding on as life goes on. But we're getting back to normal. I know. That's it's going to be so good when we're back to normal. I'm I so know. excited. If I'm staying in my house, someone needs to pull me out. I was literally saying the other day, I will not be going home the entirety of summer. I will be living there only to shower and sleep and then I will be never in the house and taking the food as well yeah of course for the food well some food like lunch and breakfast no actually just lunch I'll be out for bottomless brunches and dinners Mm. and all of the above I mean my bank balance won't like it but I will (laughs) yeah I was gonna say I don't know where I'm thinking I'm getting all this money from to do this stuff but anyway (laughs) if anyone out there wants to fund our summer please do please pop up I will happily accept you won't get anything in return you'll just have the nice knowledge that Hannah and I'll be having a blast you know so. what you can follow the insta see all the great fun we're having and maybe it'll bring you some joy yeah that's it that's what you'll get <laughs> just some joy some self-love <laughs> right anyway hannah we're going to talk about puberty and mainly you know going through it and coming out on the other side because both hannah and i are in our 20s so we've been there done that got the t-shirt kind of thing but there may be some listeners here who haven't done it and we're not just gonna be talking about puberty we're also gonna be talking about like sex education like just protection when you have sex so firstly hannah i just want to talk to you so what were your experiences of puberty where you grow as you were growing up well for me i went through through puberty so late like everyone I was kind of like in year 11 really when I like actually started to go through puberty whereas like I was kind of seeing all my friends like seeing it happen to them in like yes even year six year seven year eight year nine that was kind of the time so I always felt like a really I was kind of like oh what what's wrong with me like why is it not happening to me but equally for me I wasn't that phased by it just because all around me my friends were like periods are so bad they're painful they're horrible so Mm. I was kind of like oh my god at least I'm not having to go through it yet like this is so good but then like when it eventually did happen I was a bit like oh no like here we go like now I'm actually kind of scared when it comes the dam here comes the break (laughs) (laughs) whenever yeah literally whenever I got my period I was like oh god like here we go like it kind of is like it felt like at the time which is actually so dramatic to say but I was like it's like saying goodbye to my childhood like even though I'm 15 like oh no I'm no longer a child anymore in terms of other things like the the period was what kind of happened like first oddly enough like normally I feel like girls might start developing other things and then like then they'll get their period but like I mean obviously like had a bit of hair you know how everyone does like before that but then yeah I got my period and then after that was kind of when everything else was happening and like as well for me like Ellie knows this because she's known me throughout all of this time like (laughs) 
my body as well because I think because I went through it so late it happened so so quick for me so literally within a year I went from being literally like a prepubescent boy basically I literally looked like a little boy you were not a boy ever okay kind of my body was very like very childlike and then all of a sudden like within a year I like had boobs I was like a woman and I was I was not really like I don't know I just didn't know how to deal with it as well because obviously when you hit puberty like you naturally do like put on a bit of weight just because like that's how a woman is like there's no like you could just well for me anyway you know some people still manage to like maintain their super slim figure but I was kind of like oh my god like what's happened like everything's just like there's new fat everywhere like what is going on it takes a minute to get used to doesn't it else like I think you're the same because we both did sports when we were younger like very competitively so we were like super athletic super skinny like well I was never super skinny like I was I was a swimmer so I was kind of built swimmer-esque athletic though yeah yeah like when I went through it all was quite average but Anna do you think as well that you were quite late because you were so sporty because I know a lot of sport like athletes and that they don't start periods and don't hit puberty until probably like 16 because they're so athletic their body is kind of anything it's trying it won't change because they're constantly working through it yeah I definitely like I actually went to the doctor like at some point because you know time was getting on I still hadn't had my period so my mum was like I should probably go to the doctor and just ask and they literally said that they were like this is like really common for people that are really athletic because there's so much physical exertion your body just I don't know it just doesn't like develop like in the same way that everyone else's does and also like with being super sporty also comes like well well in like the kind of spot I was doing anyway a really like lean figure so I was also like very very skinny muscular and skinny just from like doing so much sport but I also think my body I I didn't weigh enough to like get my period or I didn't weigh enough to like start going through all the changes and I think I don't know like if what the actual stats are on it but there is definitely like something where like high intensity sport like stunt your you going through puberty and all those hormones as well it does women kind of stop I think it's about 18 and their height stops when they're about 16 but your period especially can come and go throughout and that is for loads of reasons so for example if you if you're stressed you can miss period if you're not eating enough nutrients there's a hormone that goes into your your brain releases this hormone to signify like a period and stuff and that doesn't happen so you can stop it if you're not eating enough you can stop it if you've over exercised there's so many different reasons like before you even hit contraceptives as to why that would happen as well so the fact that you don't when you're younger because you're exerting so much energy in sport is I don't know the full statistics but I'm sure that is fact yeah that- it is it's definitely fact there is it's quite actually like the period is actually quite delicate when I think about it like there are so many things that can actually affect your period yeah one of my massively friends- one of my friends she lost her period for like over a year and she had so many tests at the doctors like what is going on like I haven't had it all of these things she's got it back now I don't they still don't know what happened because they were saying to her like are you really stressed out what's going on like are you exercising too much are you eating enough like all of these things and it was she was like I'm literally being normal I don't know why it's gone away but yeah there's so so many reasons quite like you say it's, they're really delicate see when people are trying to get pregnant especially if they're struggling to get pregnant you have to really focus on like your nutrients what you doing day to day you kind of make a note of it it's mad it's actually mad we all complain about it but when it actually comes to it when if you weren't to have it it'd be it's a worry I never actually had the chat 
with my mum. Which chat? The period one or the sex one? All of it. Like literally all of it. Oh, all about okay. growing up. But it was kind of whenever I, need, whenever I had a question or I wanted to know something, I would just ask it. And it would be like, it was, it was never a conversation, but it was across a load of conversations. Quite nice, actually. It kind yeah. of like moves it from being like, oh God, it's this awkward chat now and I'm going to have to be stuck in it for hours. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, okay. It was completely I'll, natural. I'll, 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 I, I used to get at school, oh, my mum's had the chat with me. Oh. I was like, what's the chat? And then it's because for me, it was just like a, a question and answer kind of thing. Um, so did you have the same situation, Hannah? Or, did, or was your mum and dad like, sit down, let's talk about it kind of thing? We didn't really, I wouldn't say we had a sit down as such, but just when I think actually in primary school in year four, we learned the girls had their first sex ed session just because they taught us about period. That's all they taught us in year four, just because they were saying like, oh, some girls get their periods in year five. And like, you know, they're obviously thinking, am I dying? Like, why am I bleeding? That kind yeah. of thing. But then in like year five and six is when we had sex ed, like actually learning about sex. And like when it was that time, because obviously your parents have to like give the consent form in and everything. So my mum kind of said to me, she'd asked me before like, oh, like, do you know what sex is? And I was like, yeah, I know mum, like it's this. And she was like, yes, okay, you, you've got it. And then she was like, oh, <laughs> well done, A star, congratulations. <laughs> the funny thing is when she asked me, I literally said like the textbook definition. I was like, it is when a man inserts his penis into a woman's vagina. And my mum was like, <laughs> <laughs> literally I was like oh what a neat why does this kid know the whole dictionary and oh, then dear. so so lame but anyway and then yeah we didn't really have a full sit down conversation my mum was just like oh like if you have any questions you know you can always ask me I don't know or I don't I don't really like to like share that kind of stuff with my parents my mum she's very open about all those kind of like women things like women problems or whatever mm. with me and my sister just because also like because my parents are all like scientists they kind of see it as like a scientific thing so it's not like a all like it's a taboo it's just kind of like yeah. everyone knows women have period this is how it is yeah it's never I don't feel like uncomfortable asking about any period related or like that but like with sex stuff I'm kind of like you know what I've got my friends to ask those questions yeah. and then I'll ask the rest of my mum it's like which which way do I go yeah. is this a bit is this a bit oh I'm, I'm gonna I'm, oh. you know what I'll leave that for my friends I'll leave that for my mum like it's <laughs> but anyway let's yeah, talk the... about just hormones yeah I was fortunate I don't think I mean if my mum's listening to this or if anyone who knew me that time maybe go absolutely not yeah. you are you were a little shit um <laughs> I don't like hormones didn't really affect me yeah, as in I, I kind of was very balanced throughout I was very fortunate with that I know a lot of people suffer quite badly with it and like to this day I, I kind of have like a couple of down days or I, I can tell when something's going to happen and I know it's my hormones but so many people really struggle with it and it's kind of this whole thing that I don't want to say that it's this that, and the other and I don't want to place it on my hormones even though you kind of know it is Do, what, what's your opinion on that what's your opinion on hormones yeah. the general well, I... umbrella <laughs> the absolute sporadic bizarre things that they are well I was like the same as you where I didn't really like get affected by hormones to be honest I was just kind of like literally exactly the same as I was or yeah I didn't really get affected by them I would say now like I've noticed coming up to my period I don't like the thing is is also I'm very much like oh I need I can't act in a certain way like I have to make sure I always put on this front that's like super happy super nice like all the time which obviously is just like impossible to do I've noticed lately that like whenever I'm coming up to my period small things just kind of make me feel agitated in I keep it inside but I'm why is that bothering me so yeah. much like what is wrong with me and then like the period comes and I'm like that makes sense now because there's so many the things that happen whether that is your boobs get sore or you feel fatigued oh. or you feel like starving and then you're like what is wrong with me the next day you're like oh that's it all no, makes sense <laughs> auntie Flo just came to say hello now she can go bye-bye now I don't know I just kind of hate that whole 
stigma around like say a girl she a girl could literally be angry for a good reason which like most of the time they are and yeah. then it will be the whole thing like oh you on your period and it's just like oh my god shut up no I, yeah. you're just people will say that to kind of it kind of is a bit degrading to women I find and it's just kind of like you know going through your period is, is hard enough anyway like it's really uncomfortable physically and then you have to go on living your life as normal whilst this is also going on I just I don't really like the way that it's you know it's not even just men I know girls like joke about it too I um, do think when girls say it if a girl if a friend girl says it to a, their other friend girl it's more of a are you on and it's like yeah if a guy said it you'd be like no I'm not I'm not yeah. <laughs> and it's because even though it may not be their default it is seen generally as a default thing and I think as well just my opinion I think there's people think that hormones aren't real they don't think they're not there but I think a lot of people think that you just backlash onto them sometimes we say like it's just a passing comment oh it must be hormone or it's just my hormones but they do massively impact how you feel whether or not you don't express it externally like you said you try and be happy all the time but internally you feel everything just kind of niggles at you in different ways that really wouldn't have before and you kind of just want to scream at someone you think no <laughs> there's like yeah. the hormone mind and the logical mind mm. and it's like the logical's going just back down just calm down take a breather <laughs> and the hormones are like <laughs> yeah, that is so true it is literally just like god it's such a battle in your head like you know what take a breath it's okay oh uh, yeah i feel like they think hormones are a bit of a myth that just like actually they don't actually affect you that badly but it's like of course they affect everyone like everyone yeah. has hormones and everyone gets affected by them in a different way yeah i guess it's because we're kind of the same in terms of like we both didn't really have our hormones affected that bad we're quite fortunate i know we're some so people funny. that really struggled with it and just really yeah. struggled with the the going through the whole process and some people yes i would say some people played on it all too much <laughs> but at the same time i also think that that does then resort back to your home life as well so for example i was always kind of you know it's just normal it's just is what it is kind of thing but sometimes when people like say parents or family siblings or family members make a big deal out of it the child I don't think actually knows and then because their parents make a big deal out of it, or their friends siblings whatever they think oh my god the world is ending I have hit womanhood Literally. whereas I was kind of always it's gonna happen when it does this will be this like it's very standard so I do have a question for you which is did you ever talk to your friends about it? Like just growing up, going through it, did you ever kind of turn to your friends and go, I just had this like, this situation, like are you getting like hair under your armpits? Or were you like, do you feel angry? Because personally, I didn't. The only time we kind of discussed it was when it was like a badge of honour in a way to be like, guess what guys, start the period today. Woo! <laughs> um, but you wouldn't tell guy friends, it would only be the girls because there is that point when you're growing up where probably in year eight, probably say they're going from the stage of, oh, you're disgusting to, oh, kind kind of attracted to you what's going yeah, on in year eight and year nine to be fair actually like in year six I feel like I started to be friends with boys then in and like obviously in year and it's just like oh my god I fancy this boy or I fancy this yeah boy. yeah I there was like, a there was a fancy in year five and six I'd say but there was like a, a real kind of urge more yeah, of an urge in secondary school yeah I feel like in year eight is when people actually to be fair like all of those first three three years is when you're kind of like mm. like we're all grown up now we're in secondary school mm. we're like boyfriend time <laughs> But um, I'm trying to think like me and my friends like spoke about that kind of stuff. Okay, we did a little bit just because when I used to do like ballet and everything, firstly, we spent a lot of time together like in like leotard and tight. So it's all very revealing and you know, very skimpy. So like naturally you do just talk about that stuff because you'll like notice it on each other. I don't know, it's, it sounds so weird, but it'll be like, oh my God, look, like I've got armpit hair too. Or like something like that. Or like sharing your armpit hair removal tips. That was one thing I do remember doing with my friends that dance. I would say like at school, not as much 
I would I mean I wouldn't be in the conversation because I didn't have my period but like I, would be, <laughs> I know <laughs> to be fair though it they sounded awful so I was like I don't even want that I don't care that I'm not involved I don't want the period yeah like, but I do think some people not everyone again but sometimes it's oh mine's awful and a person genuinely saying mine's awful and the other person goes mine's not awful but maybe it should be yeah mine's horrendous and it kind of <laughs> it's like am I getting the same thing because mine varies I remember when I like got my period and I was thinking like oh god it's gonna be awful and then I literally had it and I was this is so fine well I was very lucky at the start few years that I had it because I literally had zero pain it was super light I was like mm. oh this is so easy like what was everyone moaning about and again though that is because you I think you did sport we're not saying you know you're just doing an hour here or there both Hannah and I like I did 15 hours a week swimming Hannah was a oh, bigger God. skater and that like did hours and hours so we were hours. it wasn't like we had just did a couple of bits and bobs that's probably why we were different your external environment and what you do does massively affect your internal so I've got a little a little game so it's oh called fact or fiction so I'm going to read some statements out to you and all you have to do is say whether or not you think it's a fact or if it's fiction and I will tell you if you're right or wrong you ready okay hopefully I'm good at this I don't know okay, okay. your periods become better or worse depending on the season now I think oh that's so no I think it's fiction I don't think that is true it is a fact so in the winter okay. your flow duration and pain are longer than they are in the summer similarly um darker days impact your mood and your productive hormones because the lack of sunlight and dopamine affects it all no way okay that is not a fact for my body because that is not <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say that's why i was like that is definitely fiction because like i think it's because in the summer in terms of clothing and stuff it's so annoying to have your period well you obviously you can like wear a bikini you just wear a tampon at the start of my period personally like it's just too heavy like i could not wear a whole bikini thing i would literally be having to go to the bathroom all the time yeah for me i just find like especially because i was in australia as well like that was basically summer for an entire year my periods weren't worse i would say but they just felt like worse because it was so annoying when they would happen yeah. like, god's sake like now i can't go to the beach in my bikini or have to do this instead that is so interesting no just, no it is like, it is it is genuinely interesting but like that's like a generic again external environments massively affect your internal behavior yeah the, yeah, the mood thing does make sense as well with the because what's that thing called oh seasonal affective disorder yeah a lot of people have it it's where they have they're so deficient in vitamin d that it like, affects them drastically that's why if you're listening to this uh go out for a walk like it, so it massively does even if it's not sunny outside you're still getting the rays that will be coming through somewhere okay another one so 90 percent of women remove pubic hair these i thought these were going to be more obvious which is <laughs> you know our generation actually that is maybe a fact but then equally I, I think anyway just from like what the conversations I've had with my friends it kind of sounds like it's coming back in you know that I don't I don't know maybe no I'm gonna say fact okay it is fiction it's 80 percent so oh I was like I'm awful at this game no it's 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 80 percent and yeah you're right it's this is one thing I want to talk about why on earth does body image and everything to do with your body become fashion? Let's go back whenever Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. I, don't, I can't remember her era, but in the 1900s, I think she was a size 16 and that was like desirable. And then Twiggy came along and Twiggy was by definition of her name a stick and then it was you know you've got to be a stick no boobs no bum and now it's you want these massive hips with this massive bum and but no boobs you just want a big bum no boobs and then soon enough it will change again so if you're watching this and you're thinking oh my god I'm just up and down or I'm massive or my hips are wide or I've got big boobs you have got to try and love yourself for your body shape because you will not win if you're trying to get a fashion statement you cannot physically change your anatomy like Hannah and I were speaking before this and Hannah was saying you know like 
we haven't got very wide hips, which we don't. But back in like the 1800s, if you didn't have wide hips, you weren't attractive because it wasn't like baby bearing hips. Mm -hmm. But there's some people that have really wide hips and it doesn't matter how much they work out or I work out, it will not change our anatomy. Like Mm -hmm. you just can't change the way your body's built in some regards. So you have got to try and accept what you have and love it for what it is because there will be fashion phases of, but they won't last because they are just phases. Literally, I was like seeing, I see all these things on Instagram, which they are so true. And it's these companies market their products literally off of women's insecurities. They know that like whatever seems to be in fashion, people are going to want to have. So it will be like, oh, it's in fashion to be super skinny. Okay, let's drop in all these diet teas, pop them on your Instagram feed. Oh, well, I guess to be fair, I guess resistance bands, they're not necessarily saying you will definitely get a massive bum if you use these kind of within that thing. Yeah, at the moment as well, isn't it? It's muscle. Muscle's the desired, like really toned. Yeah, which is actually so interesting to me. It's weird though. That's that's what's perceived like as a desirable thing. I've spoken about this before in a previous podcast about like body image and that. But when speaking to guys and you say, do you want this? They're like, no, I don't really care. It's like, you don't care. You you don't care. But you're the one who likes all these bikini models. They're like, yeah. And then they're, they're shocked when girls are like, yeah, we're not bothered if you have a six pack or not. Literally, you know, we're like, what's marketed to us is like this specific like body image. And then you're thinking like, oh my God, that's what's desirable. I don't have that. Therefore I'm not desirable. But realistically, if you think about yourself, like people have types and they're like, oh, this is what I find attractive. That will be different to what your friends find attractive. And like, so you like need to look at that and be like, oh, guys are exactly the same. It's just not every guy is attracted to blonde supermodel. Like some of them are attracted to this or this or this. Like, yeah, you can always look at a person and be like, they're attractive. Doesn't mean you're yeah. attracted to them. Anyway, back to the game. Sorry, um, sorry. No, that's okay. So I've got another one for you. So the average age to start a period is 14. I think that is fiction actually, because I'm pretty sure it's more like 12 or 13. It is in fact fiction. Well that's done. So it's actually now uh, the average is 12, but in compared to the 1800s, it was 17. And the reason that it's changed is because we now have better nutrition, which means we have more fat cells to store our estrogen. You know what? This is what my point when I was saying, the reason I didn't get my period is because I was too skinny when I before I hit puberty. Yeah. I want to stress as well whilst we're on here, a lot of people are so scared of their body changing. And it's something that you can try and delay. It's really not healthy to, but you can try, but it eventually will happen. So you kind of got to embrace it. Otherwise you are, you're really damaging yourself for the long run it's not going to be something that you can put off for a year or two it will eventually happen you've just got got to try and embrace it and then from that you know find what works best for you find your fitness find this find that find like different contraceptives which we're going on to that helps in certain ways because a lot of people especially athletes you know they can really struggle with the change because it may affect their performance yeah definitely it's really sad like if you ever feel that that you can't that you can't change but you're gonna have to it's just the natural progression of life so you will adapt I, the way that I kind of see it is if you think about the number of things that you've dealt with in your life that at the time they were so daunting and so scary and it's just I say this now obviously hindsight's a beautiful thing at the time I was freaking out now I can be like why was I even worried like you know I never got that I never got scared I, I, I think I was just very fortunate but I uh, it never even occurred to me that this is that's actually very mature of you I, I think it's because like... as well like I said I didn't have this big chat with my mom it was just a, a gradual oh mom this is happening and she explained it you go okay and maybe it's a bit 
naivety maybe it's kind of just like oh it's what it is <laughs> I just they didn't think about that's it that's the way to look at it I think as well like I was fine when I got my period oh god I actually got it on the worst day possible ever because if anyone that's listening does any kind of dancing or ballet specifically I was literally at this ballet workshop day which again if anyone who does ballet knows you wear lighting tight and also you don't wear underwear because the tights have the little like underwear thing for you and you don't need the knicker lines along with the tight line so I had no underwear and then I was wearing light pink tights and I went to the bathroom and I come my period for the first time ever my mum wasn't there and I was like oh my oh god no. like, it was so bad but you know a bit of makeshift but, but also as well girls when we feel good and stuff you know if, if we're wearing something and we feel confident we strut our stuff and it's quite evident and you kind of think you know especially if you feel uncomfortable and you think everyone is watching you I guarantee no one's watching you yeah. because you may think you know am I walking different am I looking different is this like if you're wearing a bra for the first time like for me that was such a big deal like when oh I was bra for the first time I mean it wasn't really a bra let's be honest but it was just because I was getting something I was like I'm a woman I'm so excited and I kind of was like proud of it but you kind of think is this right is it not is it stylish is it not you're gonna go through all of these thoughts and all of these questions and you have just got to roll with it because no one's gonna answer it for you sorry to say it's just going to be one of those things that's just the trial and error thing and you will look back when you're going through puberty and go what was I thinking <laughs> yeah it's just it's... funny to look back on like it's good memories yeah. and also when you're going to say when you hit especially when you hit college you talk to your friends about literally everything and then yeah. you kind of realize oh my god that wasn't me that wasn't just me or you did this oh I did this oh my god and it's kind of this whole this weight gets lifted that's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm trying to do here you know if you're listening to this you know all of this is completely normal anyway fact we've got one final fact or fiction Sorry, okay yeah. Okay, so there are 12 birth control protection for women out there. Like 12 different forms of it. The pill, pill barn, that Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. Probably a fact. Well, what I found is apparently that is a fact. It um, is. I thought so. I was going to say, I was yeah. like, it's definitely 12 or more, I'm sure. I mean, if that's wrong, someone by all means tell me, but I'm pretty sure that is. But I mean, there's so many out there, um, but not all protect against STRs um, and some affect behavior, hormones, weight, lifestyle, etc., etc. Et if you're unsure what one to take or if you should be on one, personally, I'd say talk, talk to your family family friends and then go to your doctor as well because they may be able to prescribe something or advise something so for example if you're going on the pill a lot of people go on the pill but there's loads of different versions of the pill which no one ever tells you about yeah mad when you go through school remember in like pshe and stuff we talk about this and it would literally be when for women it'd be there's the pill yeah yeah <laughs> and then you get to year 11 it's like there's the coil yeah there's the implant and then you kind of leave that and then it's suddenly this whole world of stuff you're like Christ, and it's not just there's one implant, there's like three, I think. Do your research if you're ever considering contraceptives. And contraceptives don't just have to be used as well when you're sexually active. Some people use them to control their periods or control their mood. Sometimes there's like a medical need for it. Yeah. Um, so if you're considering it or you're not sexually active and you don't want to panic your parents saying if you want it or something, always best to talk about it. It may not be the right option for you, but if you don't ask, you don't know. Exactly. Yeah. So that actually takes us quite nicely onto the next topic, which is contraceptives. I love this conversation. <laughs> Hannah like tell me what's your knowledge of it do you think it's the guy's point of view do you think girls should use it when do you think you should start it should you start it all of this let me know there is so many different factors that are involved in this like as you said like if you feel like you know yeah you should always like speak to your family and friends and your doctor because like you know your doctor is the one that's going to like be able to prescribe you for like all of these kind of things but I would say like the thing is is I've never been on the pill or anything just because my period was never really bad like I do know people that have gone on the pill because their period was bad and it helps control their period they weren't using it for like the contraceptive reason but I don't know I guess there's never really like a, a right time to like go on it like obviously if you are 
sexually active with like a regular partner then I guess like yeah you would want to go on something because I would say like, even if, if you're sexually active with an irregular you know you always want to make yeah, sure oh, yeah, that's, yeah sorry I should yeah that's very true <laughs> one of you needs protection oh, yeah, even, even if it's just for contraceptive you need to make sure that you're both sexually transmitted diseases and infections either know each other's past histories or get tested straight after there is nothing wrong either in going to the clinic there's this no, whole thing of like what if I walk in here people will think that I've got something or other like no no go yeah. I was like, there's a million reasons you could be going to the clinic like it's not just because you've got SCIs there's like a load of reasons so yeah I think you know being sensible and being safe is extremely important that's actually one thing I was going to say I feel like in school when we learn about sex education and stuff and obviously you do like the whole condom on the banana kind of thing when they were telling us about you know make sure you use condoms and everything it was always kind of like explain to us as you should use these because you don't want to get pregnant i don't think they quite stress to us the severity of stis and how you use a condom to make sure you don't get an sti as well and actually it's it's very 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 important to use a condom for the reason of not catching stis because you know like pregnancy obviously everyone has different views on this but i personally am just you do you everyone can do whatever they want yeah but like a pregnancy can be reversed there are some stis that you cannot get rid of once you've got them and it's you're stuck with them for life so that is is a very important thing. Did you find in school as well though it was I think the teachers made the sex ed so much worse. Yeah. Personally at our school I only actually had one sex ed lesson which is atrocious and the person who did it he was so embarrassed to do it. I know it's not exactly a comfortable conversation but that's what we're talking about now but he was squirming which made us all like kind of squirm as well. <laughs> it wasn't like you say the, the implications weren't stress enough I don't think. Yeah so with the pill a lot of people I know were on the pill and like obviously there are so many different type pill and like one thing that I've heard from all of my friends that use it have said you know sometimes it takes you three different pills to find the right one it's kind of trial and error just because there's they have different things within them different hormones like you know some people need what are they combination one I don't actually know like yeah the reason I really just didn't want to go on the pill was because I'd heard the side effects and I'd looked up the possible things that could happen which would be like weight gain you're like your boobs would maybe get bigger because obviously it's hormonal that would happen it could make your periods worse it can affect your mental health all these things that it's something it can make your skin bad like I'm not saying that this is a definite because you know loads of people I know have been completely fine when they've been on the pill but the prospect of all of those things potentially happening I was just like that is too much effort for me I cannot be asked to even go through those things obviously when you add stuff into your body that's not meant to be there as such it just like that whole thing makes me feel a bit weird because I'm just it's just like the unknown of like you don't know what's gonna happen completely but then when you think about it like paracetamol (laughs) the side effects paracetamol the back of the packet is insane you take paracetamol to harm your headache or cold or something and then the side effects are fatigue headache nausea <laughs> and you're like what am i taking it for <laughs> Literally, that is so true i know the thing is is there's everyone is affected differently by all of these things there's no definite given like that's why they always have to put all the side effects that could happen on the back of the packet there's actually so many different things like they have really come up with some like innovative ways of yeah. contraception. very fortunate society where a lot is at oh, our hands no. sometimes it's a bit too much yes if, if you were to you know sexually active or you're considering it and that and you're you're worried say one party male or female is pressuring you to do it and you don't, you're not protected you don't feel comfortable just say no because it mm-hmm. could be something that will affect you forever it yeah. could be fine it could not be if you're unsure don't yeah and I would definitely say that about having sex with somebody that is you know the first time or you're not really sure about their STI status yeah, so you're, yeah it's like if you're going to have unprotected sex like it is a risky game like yeah I mean some people may get play. really freaked out if you were to ask them 
there and then, oh, have you got your SDIS history? But if they're going to be that freaked out by it and they're, they're not, not willing to cooperate with you, then don't because someone, if they genuinely want to do it with you or make you feel comfortable with it. Yeah. I'm not saying go to everyone with the questionnaire and be like, so if you could tell me your past sexual history, that'd yes, be great. If you could just give me your medical records, that would be wonderful. Thank yeah, you. as in like, it will come up in conversation, you know, but um, yeah. if you are unsure, just be just be careful until you know the person really <laughs> after going off on a bit of a tangent that ends fact or fiction the little long segment that oh we my just god did. i forgot we were playing that game well <laughs> um, oh my god. but it is there's every single person goes through this and you've just got to embrace it's the worst thing to say just embrace it i can't give any advice to help it you can't give <laughs> any advice to prevent it it's gonna happen at one point or another whether that is when you're some people you know started getting boobs like had full full-on boobs full on like body hair and literally a woman by year six some people don't like hannah didn't get in until they were college and still you change as you get older and one thing i'm sorry to say i was you kind of think stop when you're a teenager is acne sorry it does not it comes up it's not always there and some people get it different but you will always at one point in your life get spots they will mm-hmm. never not come it's literally the truth it's a sad truth <laughs> yeah and here's a fact if you get spots and you're not sure how to get rid of them pseudocreme my friend told oh, me this you'll need to get that yeah it's it, all it does is literally a blob of pseudocreme on overnight it won't get rid of it completely but it dries it out and it's so much easier to then clear oh so. my god yeah also just don't pick your spot even you. though it's so tempting just because they're there and you're like oh it's yeah. ready Fine. you kind <laughs> but, of think when yeah. you go through school you're like oh this this will all calm down it's only because i'm hormonal yeah. it's because i'm stressed but Unfortunately, it carries on. It may, but then you. The reason it doesn't look bad for adults is you kind of find ways to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You find different forms yeah. that are best for you. I found though, like since we're on the topic of like when we were saying like you will always get spots at some point because I never ever got them. I literally have perfect skin for the longest time. But then it's actually now and oh yeah, this is another thing. Like me and my other friend were talking about this actually. Well, I think it's in your early twenties. They literally say that your hormones like kind of start up again and they start changing all over again. Yeah. So like if you get bad skin this time, like well we're like early twenties, then that is because I thought like what is happening to be like this is so weird i thought i'd done the whole puberty thing like why am i getting spots now but it's because apparently your hormones like kind of restart up and maybe get a bit imbalanced really? that is why because i was like my skin is not good it's literally been perfect mm. my whole life what is happening now i know you can't win can you no. you thought, thought you'd gone through it and now here we are again yeah, i mean it doesn't stop your body will constantly change and hormones are here to stay and then you get to the other end for women when you start going through the menopause as well and you go through hormones all again and it's a very hard time for women <laughs> it is i mean guys i'm sure you have like you get your yeah, they... apples and that and your voice break and i know it's probably really embarrassing when you do the whole thing but um, i like it i think it's cute when that happens i know from a girl's point of view i just kind of go no because we know your voice isn't like that it's like when girls go deeper we go deeper sometimes or higher i know do you know what though that's the thing i like didn't realize that how much my voice had changed until like recently i found a video of me when i was 12 and i sound like i've had helium or something because i'm I'm so high pitched and I was hope my voice isn't like that now because oh my goodness it's awful yeah it just gradually changes yeah <laughs> but yeah it's a long road and it will start at varying points it will be uncomfortable and it will be like oh my god why is it just me it's not just you everyone's going through it no one just talks about it because it's very personal which is fine but which leads me on to my next question Hannah oh any advice to anyone growing up if you could if you were to go back to your yourself growing up now and give them some advice what would it be it is literally like i feel like my advice to myself be how you were and kind of 
like go with the flow like you know take it as it comes yeah the only obviously you did yeah I freaked out a bit about the period thing but then the rest of it okay no that's a lie I did freak out <laughs> freak out about the whole thing yeah I was, say, I was like did I it's just because like the, my, the how I remember myself when I was younger was just like kind of unbothered I wasn't bothered like everyone else was going through it and I wasn't I was kind of like whatever like it will happen yeah. when it happens and then when it happened I was like oh god so I would just say there's literally like there's no need to freak out it's just it happens it's natural like you know I definitely think speaking to your friends about it is so important because it is like there's even things now that I'm finding out like oh like that was normal like I oh. did that the yeah, amount I, of times I talk to my girlfriends and I'm like, so this and that and the other. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And that, <laughs> that doesn't even have to be anything like personal related. That is just general life. The likelihood is if you're thinking it or you're doing it, your friends have thought or done it or are doing the same kind of thing. Whether that is career wise, whether that is financial, whether that is body, whether they relate, literally everything. Yeah. You will be surprised. And those chats are probably the best chats ever because it's there's no barriers. You just kind yeah. of go for it. And it's so if you make it so normal it doesn't feel weird and you learn so much about yourself and your friends and life exactly yeah I would definitely say that is my best advice is just speak to your friends about it when you speak out with your friends you're like okay it's normal if you internalize it it's when you kind of start being like oh god you know I yeah. this is just me I'm the only one that does it but then it's just like if you just tell someone then it makes it real and it just is like okay that's completely normal moving on like next point a question for you Ellie obviously you and your mum have I mean I have a really good relationship with my mum too but obviously you and your mum have a great relationship you're like best friends and you're super comfortable talking to her about anything if someone wasn't that way maybe how would you kind of suggest like breaking those barriers like with your parents kind of thing that is a good question I mean it's almost like you've got to then have the chat with them to be like can you have the chat with me you know I would kind of first talk to if you're unsure how to broach it with your parents maybe maybe there's another adult in your life or someone who's going through it um, whether that's an older sibling or a friend or something um, discuss it with them and then kind of bring it up colloquially in conversations say you're washing up or something and say oh so at school today I spoke to I don't know let's call her Jane that's nice but I was speaking to Jane and Jane was saying to me that she was getting hair under her armpits and will I get that and then kind of bring it in and then your parents might some people who can't approach their parents their parents might freeze and be like the chat's coming um and then maybe just say you know I don't want to have a full-blown can I just ask questions when I have them please mm-hmm. and it's kind of if you almost set the boundary saying can I ask questions as and when they they then don't feel the pressure of having the chat you don't feel the pressure of having to listen to this and then when you do you can just broach the subject I mean it is easier to talk to the, the same gender of you so you know like sons go to dads and mums go to uh, daughters go to mums but similarly you know they everyone does know what it is you know you wouldn't be here if they didn't like, let's be real that's a um, good point thank you ellie that is a good point point. and one thing i would mention as well is you know so many like we said before so many factors affect it but when it comes to you know like body hair especially it really does depend as well on your genetics if you're yeah. of a different ethnicity nationality hair color all of it varies so you may talk to some people and be like oh they've got this or they're really smooth or like they don't have to worry about it but then they may have other things to worry about or it may just be they've had to start earlier so for example if someone was um, Indian then they're more inclined to have hair earlier they may look like super super smooth if they want to decide to shave their legs every single day and then you're thinking why am I not like that but you haven't reached that point where you need to so that take that into consideration as well you just have to kind of not compare yourself to your friends everyone goes to things at different rates like no one is going to identically match each other's like times of oh well we both got our period on the exact same day and this happened yeah. at the same time 
So like, just don't try not to compare yourself, which I know is very hard because like in school, you're just surrounded by the same people every day. So And then you go on social media as well. And I mean, thankfully, I didn't really, we only had Facebook really. I feel like to be fair now on Instagram and social media, obviously it depends what accounts you follow, but like a lot of people are quite good at showing like the reality that because of obviously like there's literally been like a massive movement where like it's emphasized so much. This is just a picture. Like this is not reality. Like, yeah, but then you also get the other, the other end of the spectrum. I think I've I've had this debate before with social media that you have one end of the spectrum you have you know I'm absolutely perfect look at this you know you want to show your best life and then you get the other end which is look how crap it all is and look where I'm going to and there's rarely a happy medium which is just Mm -hmm. this is day-to-day life because who's going to post that no I wouldn't wouldn't post that yeah I was going to say I was like actually that is so true because like yeah no one shows like the mundane life when I'm going to the library literally for like 10 hours a day I'm not going to be like insta story this like look at my library day and it's not it's not going to be as well you know someone won't put look I've got a spot like one spot I'm imperfect it'll be if they've had a massive breakout that's very 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 true yeah but yeah so I would say we have spoken an awful lot I'm sorry if you're a guy listening to this and you're going far too much information yeah for my liking I know more about the female anatomy now than I care to know but you know what I'm sure there's I'm sure there's loads of stuff that we don't know about you guys either Day. I was like I know a bit but I don't I definitely don't know everything so <laughs> uh, I don't I don't I, I kind of think well, do I want to know I feel, yeah I feel like I would like to know like I feel like it's important for everyone to learn but you know what I found is that honestly TikTok has educated me so much like there's so <laughs> many things I'll see on TikTok and I'm like, oh my god what the hell and then I'll be thinking like sure is that even real I check the comments and then lo and behold a bunch of guys are like yeah that's true <laughs> but yeah so we have massively talked about it i hope it's helped some people i'm sorry if it's provided you of thought thinking yes there's going to be an answer uh there's not it's all whatever you're going through is completely normal because it's completely down to you personally and it's going to happen at some point and when it does just gotta ride the wave oh yeah (laughs) so that's it you know so i really hope you've all enjoyed today's episode maybe somewhat grossed out but it is what it is it's literally humans we all go through it every single person on this planet has gone through it even butterflies go through it they turn from a caterpillar to a butterfly so oh that's a nice so yeah so if you want to give me your views on this episode or if you want to become a guest or have anything to say then by all means please follow me on instagram at k underscore hun podcast and i also have a facebook page now as well which is just k hun podcast if you have a little search for it i'm sure we'll to find it thank you so 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 much hannah for talking to me being so open and candid about this thanks um, for having me it was so fun yeah it's nice just to chat at the end of the day that's what all of this is is simply a chat and it does ease a lot of pressures so i hope people have found solace in this and enjoyed it and until next time ladies and gentlemen it is goodbye from me and it is goodbye from hannah bye let's spill the tea